Hello everyone, this is Ben Kelly, the Strong Seminarian, bringing another Bible verse devotion today. If you would like to know more about the work I do, please visit my website, EndeavoringOrthodoxy.com, or subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Strong Seminarian. Our verses today come from Hebrews 5, 11-14. They read, About this we have much to say, and it is hard to explain, since you have become dull of hearing. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again, the basic principles of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food, for everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. Now any kind of strength or conditioning sport or activity is, it's common knowledge that people need to eat an appropriate amount of nutritious food in order to help them perform at peak condition. This notion is so well known in our sports-centric culture that what I'm saying is in no way controversial and almost everyone can walk away grasping this idea. However, what happens when I apply this same sort of principle to the life of the Christian? Should a mature Christian who is regularly exercising faith be in need of spiritually nutritious food? Or can the Christian who has been a Christian for many years continue to survive on milk? I put myself in this category. I've been a Christian for over 25 years. Is it proper for me to survive on spiritual milk? If you've been a Christian for many years and are older than most people in the congregation of your local church, does it bother you that the writer of Hebrews says that certain people should be teaching by now? I've spent my Christian life in seven churches due to, the, due to moving and helping plant churches, etc. What I have seen evidence of, early, of really since my early 20s is that at some point in time in the last three churches, I have risen to a sort of position where I was teaching the Bible in some capacity. I was actually an ordained pastor in my last church and am currently an adult educator in my current church while I attend seminary. I've had a blessed life so far of teaching God's Word, and I intend to continue. Uh, what the verses today remind us is that if we are not growing in our comprehension of God's Word, the gospel message, and how to apply these everyday to everyday life, then we have reason to pause for concern. If we're not growing in our capacity to share God's word in the gospel message, then we really should pause and when we do have reason to be concerned. Comprehension of God's word in the gospel message is certainly driven by the process of what Christians call the illumination of the Spirit of God. So the logical conclusion for a life that is not growing in the understanding of God's revealed word is that it is actually devoid of the illumination of the Spirit of God. This is not a surprise. That is a main tenet of Protestant theology, that the Spirit of God is the one who makes the Scriptures discernible to the unbeliever. It is not through a process of academic learning that one comes to know the God of the Bible, but by the grace of God through the illumination of the Spirit of God, which completes this process. The question people who are in this situation are left with is, why is illumination not happening? Why does a person not understand the Scripture? What we see in the verses today is a constant practice in the teaching of God that allows a person to grow in discernment. Coupled with the illumination of the Spirit of God, the growth of the believer is seen through a practice dependence on the Spirit of God. But we do not think like this. Many of us either believe that it is only through diligent academic practice that we will better know God, or that we must constantly be fed by professional Christians like pastors in order to grow in discernment. However, Jesus taught differently. 
He taught his disciples, and only after a few years, he told them that they would then be teachers as well. When his disciples protested and were anxious about this huge undertaking, Jesus told them not to fear, as the Spirit of God would come upon them with boldness and power. They would be able to teach because the Spirit of God would make clear to them what Jesus had taught them from the beginning. In fact, this is exactly what we see in the early portions of Acts, where the disciples receive the Spirit of God and then go on many missionary journeys, teaching as ones who had authority. In Jesus, we have the promise of His Spirit that will make clear the mystery of salvation. If we struggle to understand His ways, we only need to pray that God's Spirit would teach us so that we can again take the food that is meant for the mature Christian. So I hope you enjoyed today's devotion. If you are hearing the gospel for the first time and have questions, feel free to reach out to me. Be encouraged by God's word today and each day, and please consider subscribing for content each day. I love you all, and God bless you.